0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Cody's Car Conundrum. I'm your host, Cody Wagner. Here, we'll discuss everything related to the wide world of automobiles, including culture, news, games, interviews, and events. Without further ado, let's get on with the show. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome to the show. We have some really, really big news. And by really, really big big news, I mean we've been waiting for this thing for almost doggone for almost a decade now the 2021 ford f-150 has finally arrived and as far as i understand it it's on an i believe it's on an all-new platform now i've got an article from i got two articles from road and track and one article from car scoop so we'll see if that's the case to me it just looks like a facelift it, i mean a fairly decent facelift but just a facelift the side profile looks exactly like the current f-150 so not a great start for what might be an all-new platform but anyway let's actually figure that out the 2021 Ford F-150 has hybrid power an onboard generator and tons of tech Ford has completely redesigned the F-150 for 2021 claiming class leading horsepower torque payload towing and technology the Ford F-150 has been, has been redone for 2021, offering a new hybrid powertrain, tons of usability improvements, and a slew of new tech. Right away, as you can see here, they said the F-150 has been redone. So, probably, so, it's probably not all new then. It's not an all new F-150, it's just a heavily re-engineered version of the old one. So, more than a facelift, but not an all new chassis, which is kind of what I was hoping for. But, before I'm completely disappointed, let's continue. Numbers haven't been announced, but Ford is targeting class-leading horsepower, torque, payload, and towing to help keep the F-Series far ahead of rivals from Ram and Chevy. The biggest change is the new Power Boost hybrid powertrain option, the first true hybrid truck since GM's ill-fated Silverado and Sierra hybrids. But this isn't just the eco-friendly option. By pairing a 35-kilowatt electric motor to the already potent EcoBoost 3.5-liter turbocharged V6, Ford says the Power Boost will offer more power than any other light-duty truck. Cruising range should exceed 700 miles and the tow rating will be above 12,000 pounds. It will also be available on every trim and in both rear-wheel drive and four-wheel drive configurations. The other engine options, the 3.3-liter V6, 2.7-liter EcoBoost, 3.5-liter EcoBoost, 5-liter V8, and 3-liter Power Stroke Diesel all return for 2021. Power outputs for all engines are unknown, though, so some could see a power bump. Opt for either the EcoBoost engine, the PowerBoost hybrid, or the 5-liter V8, and you'll be able to use your truck as a generator with Ford's new Pro Power Onboard feature. Tour rating above 12,000 pounds. Dang. That's pretty nice. And apparently the power... Oh, that's what they meant. The PowerBoost will be available for both rear-wheel and four-wheel drive configurations. Okay, that's good. That's good. On the standard engines, ProPower uses a second alternator on the engine to provide up to two kilowatts of power through dual 120-volt outlets in the bed. That will allow you to power things like circular saws, jackhammers, loudspeakers, or an air compressor off of your truck. A full tank can provide that power for 85 hours. You can also use ProPower on board. While driving to charge up tools and equipment, and since it runs off of a 24-volt system entirely separate from the truck's 12-volt main battery, you don't have to worry about it affecting the rest of the truck. The F-150 Hybrid will be able to supply up to 7.2 kilowatts with pro-power using the lithium-ion traction battery, which should provide enough juice to run a small job site for 72 hours. If you don't need that much, though, all hybrid F-150s come with a 2.4-kilowatt pro-power onboard system standard. Usability improvements don't end there, though. The new F-150 also features a fold-out workspace for the cab. Fold the gear shift down and flip out the panel, and you'll have a large, flat surface on which to sketch, use a laptop, eat, or set a toolbox. Collapsible storage bins cover the full width of the rear seat, giving you a lot more in-cab storage for precious goods. Out back, a redesigned tailgate features yet another flat workspace with holders for pencils, cups, and tablets. Clamp pockets and straight-edge surfaces are designed to help people use their truck as a mobile cutting surface, too. It seems like Ford really, really, really focused on the utility side of the truck. And that's... I like that. It's kind of... It's a different way to go from, I think, Ram's proclivity to going more towards a bit... Going more towards luxury. And not... Not that for Sorry, not that Ram didn't have... Features that would be useful on a job site or for working, but it seems like Ford has gone a little bit above what Ram has. Although I'll just say this right now Ram definitely has a better interior. You'll also be able to option max reclined seats, they fold almost entirely flat, with the cushion rising to meet the seat back for a lie flat bed experience. Combine that with pro power, and it's not hard to imagine living out of this new F 150. It'll be more pleasant, too, as the F-150 gets an entirely new interior with bigger infotainment, an available digital instrument cluster, and much nicer materials throughout. More active safety equipment is also standard, with all F-150s packing automatic emergency braking, and most getting upgraded safety features like blind spot monitoring and lane departure warning. Come next summer, the F-150 will get a paid over-the-air update that will allow customers to upgrade to a hands-free, semi-autonomous highway driving system like Cadillac Super Cruise. Finally, the styling, the styling, has been updated with a broader stance and more aerodynamic shaping. The headlights now carry down into the bumper, a taller take on the F-150's defining C-clamp headlights. That design is mirrored to the taillights, too. Ford says it'll offer 11 different grills and 13 different wheel options, so you should have no problem making your F-150 look different than your neighbors. The overarching idea here is not to just improve the numbers that truck companies brag about on commercials, but to make the F-150 a lot more well-rounded. Sorry, to make the F-150 a more well-rounded workhorse for its customers. And considering the millions of possible configurations, a new hybrid model, upcoming EV, the generator mode, class-leading specs, hands-free driving hardware, an arsenal of clever productivity-focused features, it's hard to imagine a truck owner feeling underserved by the new F-150. And you know what? Road & Track is absolutely right. Again... Ram with the DT1500, okay, the new 1500, the, well, the current 1500, actually, I don't know of how many features they have that are quite as similar to this. Ford has definitely gone more towards the utility side of, of a truck, whereas Ram definitely went more towards making it, n- making the truck nice inside, making it a nice place to be in, have a nice interior, and be a comfortable place. And that's that's not bad either this will force ram to add more utility features so which is a good thing competition improves the breed and to be fair this is an all-new truck whereas the dt has been out for a little bit here this will improve the breed and hopefully ram is watching the f-150 and with i don't know a 2022 model year 2023 model year they'll add a lot more options like this or st- perhaps even standard features onto their next 1500. Ford done a good job here at the workhorse. I, you know, I like the exterior. I just don't like that it looks so similar to to the prior F one hundred and fifty. It looks like a twenty seventeen refresh rather than a twenty twenty one model year vehicle. I mean, except for the, I guess, the quality of the DRLs, but I just don't think it looks quite like a twenty twenty one model year vehicle. I mean, the, the headlight units do look very very modern, especially with but the bulbs and the DRL bulbs, but the the DRLs and the actual headlights themselves look quite modern. But as far as what they've done, it just looks like an evolution, a very evolutionary take, and something that they could have done in twenty seventeen or twenty eighteen. It doesn't look. It reminds me of, although let me just say this: I love that concept. What was it? The it was a sedan from twenty ten. I looked it up the other day. From some angles, this truck looks like that. It was the Ford. It was the Ford Interceptor concept, and from some angles I actually see that, I really do. And I think there was a truck concept as well that looked a little bit like it. I can't really recall what that one was now and whether or not it, whether or not it existed. But yeah, I, I don't hate it. I think it looks good. But it, it, it does look... it already looks dated to me. The headlights look very, very modern, but the rest of the design is already kind of dated. But let's talk a little bit more because I have an article for it. Let's talk a little bit more about that onboard generator. The new Ford F-150's onboard generator can power a ridiculous amount of equipment. So you want to plug in an entire metal shop's worth of equipment into your pickup truck? Ford says the F-150 can handle it. Putting household-style electrical outlets in a production vehicle is nothing new. Minivans, trucks, and family cars have long offered onboard power for charging devices, or powering low-demand equipment. But for the new F-150, Ford stepped it up significantly. The new truck is equipped with a generator system that can run power tools, mini-fridges, loudspeakers, and more. Getting to that level of power, though, was not easy. It started with market research that showed many Ford, or sorry, many F-150 customers use gasoline-powered generators at job sites, lugging them around in the back of their truck and fueling them separately. Any pickup truck can turn engine into engine output into electrical power, why not use that capability and make the conventional generator unnecessary? To make that happen, Ford needed to provide a lot more power than a normal 12-volt battery system can spare. Right now, the traditional outlet provides 150 or 400 watts of power. So basically, we are providing like five times more than that, Sultana, forgive me if I got your name wrong, the engineer in charge of Pro Power Onboard said. Three different onboard generator systems are available. F-150s with conventional non-hybrid drivetrains get a 2-kilowatt system, while hybrid trucks get upgraded to a 2.4-kilowatt or, optionally, a massive two, sorry, 7.2-kilowatt unit of power, made possible by the hybrid's 48-volt lithium-ion battery pack. Ford claims that the top-spec 7.2-kilowatt system can power a plasma cutter, a TIG welder, a chop saw, chop saw an air compressor, an angle grinder, and a work light, all simultaneously. That mobile welding shop can run for 32 hours continuously on a full tank, making all day heavy-duty work possible. If you don't need that much wattage, Ford says the 2.4-kilowatt system can run a jackhammer or a mobile theater setup, complete with a projector, loudspeakers, and popcorn machine for up to 85 hours. It would seem that they also have a handy little graphic. It's probably on their website. Day at the or RV park whatever that is mobile metal shop crew framing a house that's for the 7.2 that is that's crazy Ford only expects about 10% of new F150s to be to be hybrids so it was important to offer pro power with the conventional powertrains that said Sultana says was more complicated the standard 12 volt electrical architecture couldn't provide what they needed so Sultana and her team designed a whole new 24-volt electrical system using two conventional 12-volt batteries in addition to the standard battery. In addition to those batteries, ProPower equipped non-hybrid F-150s can get a second alternator. Thus equipped, F-150s with a 2.7-liter EcoBoost V6, 3.5-liter EcoBoost V6, or 5-liter V8 can power a full tailgating setup with a TV, speakers, and a mini-fridge. The generator system is completely separated from the rest of the vehicle's electrical system adding a layer of safety and ensuring that any pro system problems will not impact the drivability of the truck pro power is smart the system can be enabled or monitored through the ford pass smartphone app or via the truck's infotainment system if you try to pull too much power the system disables itself and sends you a notification and on hybrid models pro power will automatically turn on the gasoline engine as needed to ensure consistent power flow without draining the battery On non-hybrid F-150s, the engine has to be running for propower to work. Surprisingly, the generator system even works while the truck is moving, so you can power your fridge on the way to the tailgate or keep your power tools charged as you drive between job sites. Ford won't comment on how propower use affects fuel economy, but we suspect that keeping power-thirsty items plugged in while driving will lead to a measurable drop in MPG. When the new F-150 arrives, Pro Power will be available on all grades of F-150, optional on conventional models, and standard on all hybrids. Ford expects 17% of F-150s will be sold with Pro Power when the redesigned pickup goes on sale this fall. That's a pretty impressive system. That that is a very, very impressive system. Well done, Ford. That's pretty cool. And now for some additional information, but before I continue, because I sort of touched on the interior, it's... It's kind of like I mean it's better, but it's kind of like when Chevrolet made the all new Silverado, and then we saw it, we saw the interior, and it was, in, it was like a facelifted interior, not an all new interior at all. That's kind of what the new F one hundred and fifty interior is like. It's it's okay. I'm I'm just I like the steering wheel and I like the gauge cluster, but the center stack with the infotainment is, eh. I don't I don't really like it. I don't really hate it either. It's just okay to me anyway though so the additional information the new F150 promises to provide occupants with an excellent auditory experience thanks to two additional audio systems the first is a B and o sound system with eight Bang, Ulf- Bang & Olufsen I think I got that right speakers while the second is an 18 speaker B&O sound system unleashed by Bang & Olsen with HD radio then speaking more specifically about the safety systems there is a host of driver assist technologies, and they're available through Ford Copilot 360 2.0, such as pre-collision assist with automatic emergency braking and pedestrian detection, a rearview camera with dynamic hitch assist, auto high-beam headlights, and auto on-off headlights. Also included is active driver assist that allows for hands-free driving on more than 100,000 miles of divided highways in all 50 U.S. states and Canada. This system includes a driver-facing camera to track head position and driver eye gaze. Unfortunately, though, the only powertrain detailed by Ford at this time is an all-new 3.5-liter power boost full hybrid V6 that will be available on every trim level from the Ford F-150XL to the Limited. This powertrain combines Ford's proven EcoBoost engine with a 10-speed select-shift automatic transmission that works alongside a 47-horsepower electric motor integrated into the transmission. Regenerative braking is included as part of the powertrain to help recharge the 1.5 kilowatt-hour lithium-ion battery. The F-150 with this engine is good for at least 12,000 pounds of maximum towing capacity and should be able to drive roughly 700 miles on a tank. That those last few parts we already knew from road and track. Now here we're about to we're going to touch on the max recline seat. Adding to the home away from home practicality of the truck are optional max recline seats available on the King Range, Platinum, and Limited models. These seats can fold flat to nearly 180 degrees, with the bottom cushion rising to meet the back cushion and the upper back support rotating forward up to 10 degrees for maximum comfort. The F-150 is also North America's first full-size pickup with standard over-the-air updates that will last throughout the life of the vehicle. Ford's SYNC 4 infotainment system comes standard, and the truck supports Apple CarPlay, Android Auto, and SYNC AppLink, with apps like Waze and Ford Plus Alexa. I thought they were going to say lifetime of the vehicle, but just life. But whatever, not important. A multitude of significant changes has been made to the interior of the new pickup truck. For example, a 4-inch digital gauge cluster comes standard alongside two analog gauges, while XL and XLT standard and mid-series models also use a new 8-inch touchscreen infotainment display. More expensive XLT high series and other variants support a 12-inch infotainment display. The digital instrument cluster is also available in 8 and well 8-inch and 12.3 inch configurations. That's that's nearly as big as the as the center stack infotainment. That is massive! Ford says the new F-150 is the most aerodynamic iteration ever thanks to active grille shutters, a new automatically deploying active air dam, and new cab and tailgate geometry that all work together to reduce drag and improve fuel consumption. The body of the new F-150 is made from military-grade aluminum alloy and includes new headlights, a power dome hood, and wraparound bumpers. There are also higher front fenders and large-diameter wheels and tires that better fill out the truck's arches. F-150 customers will have no less than 11 front grille options to choose from. And, well, there you go. That is all the additional info and very much all the info surrounding the new F-150. As much as I think from the outside, it's kind of a disappointment. It's not as different as I was hoping it was going to be because it really just looks like a facelift. Mechanically and technologically speaking, this is a very, very, very good update to the F-150. And Ford, I think, has done a pretty darn good job with it. and. Let me just be clear. I don't think this new design is bad. Well, I'm not a fan of one of the grills, but like I said, I don't think this new design is bad. I actually think it looks very good. It's a fairly good evolution on, or a fairly decent evolution on the previous F-150. I was just hoping for something a little bit more unique than the prior model. Prior. (laughs) Than the prior model. And that generator, that generator, that is hard to beat. The interior is okay, but I think... It's probably better than what Chevrolet and GMC currently has to offer. It's still kind of bare bones to me and not as good looking as the Ram's interior, but not bad. Definitely better than GM's. Anyway, I hope you all enjoyed. Apparently, we don't have any pricing for this truck yet, but when there is, I'll be sure to tell you guys. If you're listening on Podbean and Spotify, please like the episode, share the episode, and comment if you can. And don't forget to follow the podcast. If you're listening on YouTube, like, comment, share, and subscribe hitting the little notification bell, that way you're notified, well oh, and all notifications, that way you're definitely notified every time I upload. If you want to listen to this podcast on the road, but don't have or want the Podbean mobile app, well, hey, boot up Spotify before you set off, type in Cody's Car Conundrum, and then choose the episode you want to listen to. I hope you all enjoyed, I'll see you next time. You've just listened to me probably ramble about some cars, if I'm being honest.